We're delighted that this podcast is sponsored by Drench. We love their curated catalogue of high-quality bathroom products at affordable prices, which can transform your space into something beautiful. No matter how small the details may seem, Drench won't miss them. Use the code HOMENOTES10 for 10% off your first order. Welcome to Stories from Sites, the renovation podcast that digs a little deeper. I'm Amy Donalek, and together with my co-host, Jane Middlehurst, we peek behind the curtains of those Insta-worthy interiors to bring you the real processes people went through to make their dream homes a reality. This week, a serendipitous chain of events led Siobhan and Joe to quickly move from a finished flat straight into a building site with development potential. Over the next six years, they worked together in their spare time to renovate a 1960s house and build a new property in their adjacent garden plot. Joe, who is an architect by trade, used his skills to input into the project and Siobhan took advantage of maternity leave to oversee the build. We talked to them about grabbing an opportunity, the difference between doing a house renovation and a new build development, and the hurdles of receiving planning for a new build project. Welcome to Stories from Sight, Siobhan and Joe. Great to have you with us today. I wondered, I've, I've heard a bit of your story, which is an amazing story, but Siobhan, do you want to explain the start of your renovation journey? Yeah, so let's go back. I guess it was probably, how many years ago now? Four years ago, Joe? Four or five years ago. Longer than that, I think it was 2017, wasn't it? Yeah, so yeah, 2017, we had just finished renovating a two-bed Victoria flat in Leytonstone. We were really happy there, weren't looking to move. And then Joe was out cycling around Leighton, Leytonstone and saw a plot of land that he was interested in. I think it'd always been a bit of a dream of Joe's, obviously, to to try and build a house. And he went and knocked on the the door, basically, of the house next door to the plot of land and showed an interest. Just asked them if they were interested in selling the land, what their plans were. And the lady living there, she'd been in the house since 1960 when it was built, basically. So she'd brought up her family in the house. It's an ex, ex-council house, the kind of flat roof, old houses. The area had been bombed and there was a, a, a plot of land. So they built 20 of these ex-council houses. Anyway, the, the lady living there wasn't interested in selling just the land, but she was interested in selling the house Obviously, with the land, the garden attached to it, because she wants to go move somewhere in Essex with her family, kind of said she'd think about it. And then I think a couple of days later, Joe wrote her a letter. Yeah, just popped it through the door, just telling her, telling her a little bit about us, what we were thinking. Um, and then a few days later, her daughter called Joe and said, you know, that her mom, her, they were interested in selling the property. And it kind of went from there, really. So we, yeah, we ended up buying it. It wasn't for sale, no estate agents, just all direct. Yeah, not what we were planning to do. We weren't really looking to move. And yeah, the plan was always to do that first and then treat the plot of land as a separate and look at that later on, really. And yeah, that's how it all started. Joe, I wanted to ask you how you broke it to Siobhan about like, hey, there's this bit of land. I know that we've just spent all this money doing this flat up. Like, how did you uh, persuade her? Basically, what you just said there, it was like, found <laughs> a plot of land, what, what do you reckon? And it was, um, yeah, I think Siobhan basically said, that sounds great, but we're obviously not doing it, I think was the exact word. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to then tread carefully for a day or so. But in my head, I, I 
head was spinning. I was like, we I think we need to do this. There's an opportunity here like to build a house and I like the house as well. I like the, the current house. Like just that alone was exciting to do our next project. But then with the potential opportunity of building something extra, for me I was like, all systems go. But yeah, it was almost speaking with Siobhan on that. And then from that point onwards, I was under a bit of pressure, I think. Once we sort of agree, once it started happening, it happened within two or three weeks, probably, you know, buying it basically. Wow. Um, probably less, actually. So getting your head around it was quite a lot, I think, at the time. We sold our flat really quickly, and I think that surprised us. We put it on the market and thought, let's just see what we get for it, what happens. At that time, I think Leighton Stone Leighton was going through a bit of a, lots of people wanted to live there, move there. And it just meant that, yeah, we sold the flat so quickly that it all just happened really fast and didn't have time to process it all. I think it was very quick. It's just a really serendipitous chain of events that led to you quickly moving from a finished flat straight into a building yeah. site. I think that was the moment where actually it hit us both, Siobhan probably more, the moment we walked in the front door of the new house, because obviously that's normally and always a really exciting moment you know you're posting your pictures of keys and you're so excited and champagne and stuff and it's quite the opposite that's when it hit us we're like wow what have we done here i think i cried when we moved it you look at someone's house when you view it and everyone's furniture's in there it never it's when all the furniture's gone and you see actually there's so much work to do here and we didn't have a hot water, just things like that. You couldn't, you know, we were showering at the gym at work and stuff. There was just, it was in not the best state. And I think it hit us how much work we actually had to do. I think when we first looked at it, we thought it might be more of a, maybe a quick fix renovation. We wouldn't have to do too much. And then as it happened, you know, it was all walls down, floors up, ceilings. It was completely just wow. stripping the whole thing back really and starting again, wasn't it? And did you live on site during the renovation? No. We, we thought we would. That was the plan originally. And then very quickly, just it just so happened a friend of ours as well had a spare room in South London. So we, we went and lived there for maybe three months while the bulk of like the methane, electrics, plumbing, all of that stuff happened. And then we moved back in. It wasn't finished, but you know, it was all the, the smaller things you could do comfortably living in the house. Obviously... Everything happened so quickly. Were you pulling together some drawings and ideas like in the nights just before you left or like how did that happen? Yeah, the pressure was on for me, to be honest. <laughs> because yeah, the plan was definitely to live there for six months a year and just work it all out, work out what we wanted to do, and maybe do some of the work ourselves, save some money. But Siobhan was quite explicit and rightly so that you need to sort this out. <laughs> you got You're us like, in this mess whose idea like, was this yeah. whose idea was this and I that's when it hit me actually I was like yeah I do need to sort this out and it was Siobhan's friend yeah we, we went and stayed there but I was frantically working out doing some drawings before we even the two weeks before actually moving in I was working it through but then it was on turbo mode of drawing and working things out lining up even builders and stuff straight away and it was all systems go and sometimes when that's the case and you've got quite and you've got a deadline it gives you real focus and that was i was doing it and you make quick decisions as well which back at that house and it was done quickly but we made some sort of clear decisions which was which was good i think at the time 
and yeah, within 10, 11 weeks, we're back back in, which is great, you know. It's amazing. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about what you did? We decided to put an extension on. So we did permit development three meters off the back to extend the space. And then it was a full, full refurbishment completely. We were left with walls and a staircase, basically, and a floor. But we put a new roof on, new floor down under floor heating, all the kitchen, everything, basically. Yeah, the full, the full works, then garden, etc. And And how did that fit then with the new build aspect? Is that like a completely separate project or, or how do the two kind of fit together? It was always seen that if we built a separate house, it was a separate project. If we'd taken longer, we might have thought more about next door as well while we were thinking about doing up our current house. But again, because the pressure was on, we moved out of a nice flat that we'd just done up. It's almost like we had to go for it on this one as well to get up to the sort of level we wanted to and then sort of deal with the, the other one later on. That was like the next project. We basically just fenced off and had a small garden for the original house and yeah, put a fence and, and just left that plot of land separate. So it, it never really became part of this current house. We didn't want to start using a big garden and then have to you know, cut it back yes. and things. We thought it was just easier to separate it from the start, really. And can I ask you just about the budgeting side of things? Because obviously you've just done your first renovation was the flat, right? I remember that you said that you kind of, maybe, was it the worktop that you really splashed out on? And you were a bit sad to leave it. Yeah. Can you, can you explain like how you worked with the finances? Because obviously you're moving through things quite quickly. Mm. Like, was that tricky to have a handle on? The first that we did, when we moved in, we had no, we hardly had any spare money really we really pushed ourselves to buy the flat and we did a little bit of work with what savings we had left at the beginning and then we did a remortgage a couple of years in and that enabled us to change the kitchen and do the bathroom and just get it to the garden things like that so it was exactly how we wanted and yeah the really lovely acrylic worktop we put in there and you know all these things that we really wanted because we thought we'd probably be there for another couple of years really lucky that Lace and Stone had gone through a massive change over those three years that we had since we'd bought the flat. So the prices had gone up a lot, the properties there. So we actually sold flat for more than we bought the house for, which left us with the budget to do the renovation works here, really. And we took a bit extra on the mortgage as well, just to, just to give us that budget. It probably cost us more than we thought it was going to, I think, but yeah, we, it was well spent on this house, but that was us. We then, hence why we were treating the other house as a separate project, because we'd spent all of that money on this, yep. the renovation project, really. So we knew we wouldn't be doing the house, the self-build side of the project for a couple of years. We had to yep. kind of yeah, find those savings and work out how we were going to finance it. You do a, a renovation and then straight off the back of that, you do another renovation. Mm. Do you just do the same thing again? <laughs> there was a bit of that it was bigger the flat and then the winter house there's more to do but you're right we used like an Ikea kitchen for example we'd already just gone through that process literally two months before or something <laughs> or just four months before we knew we could get that on uh, 0% finance so we just like that's what we're going to do we had two we- kitchens on finance at one point <laughs> from the previous flat but we're still paying for that credit worktop in the other house <laughs> we don't live there <laughs> yeah we put a laminate worktop into the new house because we're like 
which is ridiculous, isn't it? The house we moved out, we've got this nice workshop, and then we've got this laminate top in the new one. But we had to make the budget work and stretch further. But yeah, we definitely drew on stuff that we'd done previously. And we knew things that worked and things that didn't work. And where are you right now in the process? Yeah, now we've we finished the... So if you moved in 2017 to the new house, we then started building this one probably two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. So we, we give ourselves a little bit of a break. And then we were looking at yeah, the land split and planning and getting everything in place, financing again. And then we're nearly finished this house now. We're at a point where we're putting the stairs, stairs going in today, got the kitchen, etc. So it's just a few, another three or four weeks. We'll probably be, we'll probably be there, I think. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing on the final home straight. And how do you feel about the new place? Because I remember talking to you and it was like, do you stay in the house you're in or do you move next door? It's hard. It's, it's taken, it feels like it's been such a long process from buying the original, you know, the renovation project house and then building this. That our brief has changed like throughout the few years that it's been. So I think at first we were going to move in. And then, so we were designing it in a way that it would be for us. And then over that time, we now have two small children, a two and a bit year old and an almost one year old. So that changed the brief slightly because that house is smaller than the one we live in now. And yeah, we, we're not moving in anymore. Arguably, there's more, sto- there's more storage in that house. The kitchen's nicer. The, the bathrooms are nicer, but it just probably doesn't work for us at this current point in our lives actually which is a shame but we will live there at some point and we are planning to have this house yeah for as long as forever really so hopefully yeah we will live there at some point but it is strange differently designing things knowing that actually yeah we we won't be living there straight away that's interesting because I guess my next question was are you tempted to do another like or are you just thinking actually we are due a really long rest <laughs> from the renovating world. I think we, we will do another at some point. We definitely need a break. You know, we had two under two children and that was really hard. I think we underestimated just just how much time two children would take and how that would impact on the time we had to spend on the house. Yeah. At some points, it's felt quite stressful juggling and managing it all. So we definitely need a bit of a break, I think, when this is finished, but... Joe's always on the lookout. I think we both are, in a way, always keen to just see what else is out there, what we might be able to do next. And we really like the area. We love Leighton. So we'll be here for another few years, at least, anyway, living in this house. But yeah, I imagine we'll do, we'll, we will do another. I think we will. I think there was another project the other day, wasn't there, which I thought was quite yeah. interesting. But <laughs> the challenge is, it's, if you, you can keep doing it a minute, effectively, we've got two houses. And got to pay two mortgages on that and it's you've got to make decisions where you sell one sell both you've got to finance these things if you're doing a project and it's i'd love to do another one but you've got to make a decision where are you doing it for your next house or are you doing it for just another project and then it becomes more like a business or development thing isn't it like you're trying to that's your living almost and it can be because it's so much work and it's a full-time job sometimes but it's and i think we probably need one we need a break and we're talking about the other day that just be nice to spend some time as a family with no sort of work's going on. But then when it finishes, yeah, we might sort of go, oh, we need to. Yeah, what do we do now? <laughs> I feel like there's going to be a week and then Joe's going to be like, well, I talked to this lady and she yes. wants to <laughs> How do you balance that, Joe? Like, obviously, this is your job. 
but you're doing this on the side. How, how do you manage the split between the two? I've got a full-time job. So this is, yeah, definitely on the, the side. And Siobhan's been great. Yes, having small children, maternity leave sort of helped with some of the yeah. being present on site because we live next door and that's helped a lot. Siobhan's very organized and puts things in place. And it's been a balancing, balancing out definitely with a full-time job. Yeah, we use all, you know, all nap times where the kids are asleep or when, you know, as soon as they've gone to bed, we're like tidying up this house, then going straight next door to the other house to see what we need to do or what we, you know, just sitting in there working out what we need to order, what, what's coming up next. And then you come back and it's time to go to bed. It is very, it, it's full on at the moment with all of that stuff. And it is just using any free time we've got is is thinking about stuff we need for that house and yeah we don't really have any free time <laughs> it's all just taken up so it, it's definitely yeah it's a balancing act trying to just kind of like keep on top of everything I think. So out of this process is there anything that was just a complete surprise that you didn't see coming that actually you found really hard or anything that you weren't expecting? I would say overall building house is hard like it's, <laughs> it's definitely hard overall I think one thing that was so it's more frustrating was the planning process was quite everyone sort of has something to moan about the planning process but when you're sort of in it, it is it is quite frustrating and that's probably slowed things down a bit plus cost quite a lot of money we had to sort of do a lot of there's a lot of conditions attached to the planning application there was even a section 106 we had to do some highway works that we still want to do which seems quite over the top for you know a small a small house which I think it's quite restrictive to people trying to do this type of work. So I found that personally a challenge. It almost felt like resistance against doing a project like this. It makes it hard. And even trying to do a project that's more design focused maybe, which is trying to do something slightly different or pushing some materials or looking at different things. Planners were a bit more resistant to that. And the house itself, the design is not that out, out there really. It's, it's in keeping, I would say, and it's just slightly more modern, I suppose. But the planners wanted very traditional sort of stuff. That was their go-to, you know. I think it was, was it a gates? They kept going on about, Siobhan, didn't it? it was iron gates or? Yeah, even when we got planning for this house, the conditions then wanted, obviously, all the details of boundaries, gates, things like that. And and they rejected our, yeah, the front gate. And they they actually asked us to put one that was in keeping with the Victorian houses, you know, a railed gate. But, but that made absolutely no sense to this property. They just wanted us to replicate the opposite side of the street but it so there was a lot of back and forth on that I was trying to show examples of things and and that really took a lot of time and it was very frustrating because we were ready to get going and start and it was hard to try and get them to understand why what we were doing and and why we wanted to do it so there was a few other examples like that but yeah that one sticks out for me the gate it didn't make any sense (laughs) for me I didn't appreciate how long that might take and it felt a bit overkill really like joe said for the size of the house so there is a big leap between doing a good renovation of a property and doing an, a new build if people are thinking about you know they see a house with a little bit of land what advice would you have for them about that process in terms of design it's definitely if you're doing a refurb you just sort of you've got a shell already it's already there and the house is almost telling you what to do or you can go on and look at loads of examples for extensions and you can sort of be playful at the back of the house and stuff your core layout is almost there isn't it where a new build 
it took ages to design because you can't at one point we think do we do a basement do we go mm. do we excavate the whole site because why not you know add a no more square meters so we had to go through that sort of design process and she was always just i'd be like went out for dinner or something i'd be going do you think a basement or not and it just like it was always on my mind and like do that and then like is that window right so you're sort of starting from scratch so you're always it's a whole new design which takes time that does take time to work through and make sure you're fully comfortable with the design and you even change the materials or what bricks or see there's more decisions to make I think, just to get that shell which you normally have as a starting point for a refurb so it's all you're doing interiors more aren't you i suppose and um, more layouts rather than the full-on what's it look like from the outside on the road and how how much do you think is that a 50 50 split is it like doing the same job for the inside but totally again for the shell um i would say it's more for the shell like to get that that right that was what would keep me up at night or what would worry me is getting the proportion of the house right the windows the right size or what bricks we're doing because ultimately i think internally if you really want to change your bathroom you can do or if you want to change your flooring you can do a kitchen you can change but the outside are you not going to pull a whole wall down on the outside or you know it's this that's that was a bit that stressed me out more is, is the design right are we maximising the the plot in terms of do we go to a basement or not? Should we do a st- an extension or not? We didn't in the end. We actually pulled the house right back to make it smaller than our current house to give us more outside space. So there's all these, there's more fundamental decisions which I think are bigger than the internal stuff. And that again, I didn't really appreciate probably at the time. But that's what took takes long time to do. So refurb on our current house, we did within ten eleven weeks because it's. Sort of told you what to do you do a bit of sketching you do a bit of working out and you go okay we'll do that great but a house there's thousands of options we could have done thousands of materials we could have used and you see all these infill plots across london that they all look different don't they and you can play around with the one on the other corner is completely different another house that's been built so you can there's more decisions and more design to go through basically and how long has the house taken you from you know concept to now <laughs> probably been yeah four four years four years with the yeah with the thinking about it when did we get planning now maybe two years ago probably a bit longer wasn't it so probably building two and a half three years i reckon and we had a bit of a break in between groundworks and slab in and then stopped again and make sure we've got the right bricks yeah <laughs> you can do the groundwork the slab's a slab and the sort of layout then it starts to get visible doesn't it so you have a panic and is it right yeah yeah, definitely. Well, it's very public, isn't it? Because it's your neighbours. Oh, it is. Yeah, and it's a very densely populated part of London. There's all the masonettes and houses, loads of people, and we speak to all the neighbours and stuff and want to keep everyone in the loop. But it's, you know, it's very visible and very loads of people around. Yeah, adds a bit of pressure, doesn't it? <laughs> That's it. We want it to be something good. Wow. I'm just marvelling at how much you've built in the last five years or something. I mean, like basically a family and two properties so i yeah it does sound like you need a rest definitely the kids it surprised me definitely the kids like i could do the building stuff don't worry it's just that it's the time time is just taken away massively and it's, it's unfair yeah. not to be giving the kids the time so i feel like there are depths of tiredness that you must have gone through in this process yeah because going through the kind of newborn i mean i feel like that is tough that's the bit the bit that's that was really tough I basically yeah. just took a bit of a break from it all. I didn't have any headspace to think mm. about it. And that's when all the, yeah, the actual shell of the 
house was going up and everything. And so Joe really focused on all of that stuff at that point. And now they're a bit older. Yeah, I've got more time to be on the interior side of things, stuff, which is good. Do you remember when, when Penny was born? When it was cross, still mm. sitting there. And I took a call from the window supplier, didn't I? <laughs> Literally like, an, hour, an hour after Penny, our, our second, was born, the phone rang and, yeah, I could hear Joe discussing window measurements and I, it, I was not happy. <laughs> no, oh yeah, I was, I, was, I was in the wrong there. But I, yeah. it's just like default to do it, yeah. Well, you just yeah. think, well, I'll just get this out of the way. So you don't want to be yeah. also thinking about the fact that you didn't take the call As whilst it, yeah. you should be in the moment <laughs> with your new baby. That's the dilemma because I knew they were arriving in a couple of weeks' time, you know, new baby, new windows. It was just like, oh, like, <laughs> that, like... that moment, some, I really remember that moment because that really summed it up, I think. That, I think oh, that's yeah. the thing that it is like you're living you're living this huge process and it, it just, it doesn't stop, does it? You just, you, you can't put it down at the end of the day because it's not your work and you can't leave the office. It's yeah. all encompassing, isn't it? But yeah, I think it's an amazing achievement. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. So you're on the home straight. How long do you think you have now until you're all done? What is it, about four weeks, do you reckon, Sean? Just, yeah, a, a, about a month or so, we think. Yeah, it's really exciting. We've already been thinking interiors, but we can start, you know, we've got a sofa arriving next week and we can order beds, things like that now. It's getting to that point, which is really nice. It's felt a long time coming, I think. I think we've pushed this sofa order back about five times now. The date just keeps shifting back, but it's next week and it's, it's staying at that now. Which is good. You should definitely take that moment to have your keys and champagne yes. moment, which you didn't get to have the first time. Like I think now's the moment, isn't it? You can safely have a little celebration and a pat on the back. You're right. Exactly. Yeah, that would be a good good day when the sofa arrives. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing your story. And it's been great to talk to you guys today. So thank you. Yeah, yeah. it's been great. Thank you. It's been useful for us as well, a bit of a debrief. Yeah, and it's been great to talk it through. <laughs> and you can even stay at Siobhan and Joe's. Check out their Airbnb in the show notes below. Next week, we're running a free webinar about the three most common mistakes people make in their renovations and how to avoid them. We'd love for you to join us. It's next week on the 27th of June at 1pm. If you can't make it live, don't worry. Automatic replays are available for anyone who signs up. Register via the show notes below. 